0: I'm Adam Henson. Welcome to Keeping On Track, a podcast series made by the farming community for the farming community. In this podcast, we look at how to recognise the signs that everyday stress is becoming something more serious, either for you or someone you know. Thank you, Adam. I'm Dominic Arkwright. Today, how to recognise
1: stress, both in yourself and in other people, and what to do if you do spot the signs. A lot of research shows that farmers aren't terribly good at talking about problems, let alone asking for help. But we hoped this series may help to change that, which is a good thing, by the way. But we can't talk about it if we don't know what to look for.
2: Yeah, so seven years ago in May, a friend of mine took his life and it was so unexpected. He always seemed to be happy to me. He was a couple of years older than me. he always looked like he didn't have a care in the world. He had... He had some business interests that had gone well for him so he didn't didn't sort of have any money troubles or anything like that he didn't have a girlfriend or a wife or anything but he always had plenty of women sort of chasing him <laughs> so to me he looked like he was living the dream but um, he obviously wasn't and you know it was a huge shock to everyone around him We we kind of he had a huge circle of friends and we all thought that if you didn't see him for a bit you just thought he was with the groups of friends and it was only after it happened that we that we realized that no one had particularly seen much of him for a few months because we just presumed he was with whoever realistically my friend david had shown these signs but no one had noticed because we didn't know what to look for
1: ollie harrison a farmer and youtuber you may be one of the thousands who watch him every day he didn't know what to look for nor did adam henson who also lost a friend
0: yeah, so I had a, a really good friend who was a fireman, um, but he also helped run the family farm at home. He then gave up his job as a fireman and was was coming home to help run the farm. Uh, he had sadly gone through a divorce and had had all sorts of problems with that. And then some financial pressure, of course, was settling the divorce. And um, he was a really lovely, charming, life and soul of the party guy who um, I imagine to be the type of person who would go out and help those people who might be suffering physically, financially or mentally and very shockingly he decided enough was enough and he couldn't cope with the pressures he was under and, um, and he took his own life and and I've never quite understood why and didn't see it coming and, uh, and I would love to think that this podcast series as well as all the work that those other agricultural charities are doing will help in some way. So
1: let's find out what we should be looking for, the signs that should alert us to trouble, both in ourselves and our family, friends and colleagues. In a minute, we'll hear from some psychologists and other experts, but first, Georgina Lamb from the Farming Community Network.
3: Being concerned by somebody who has started to change their pattern. So if people are becoming more insular or have stepped away from that visit to the pub once a week or maybe isn't replying to messages or phone calls, so he's he's taking themselves away from a social setting. If people are losing weight, not looking after their personal hygiene, possibly drinking more, smoking more or making some rash decisions if people are talking negatively about the future or their self-worth that is also a trigger as well to think that somebody might be struggling with their mental health and also if standards of the home are slipping so if people aren't taking care of their surroundings or if livestock standards are slipping People are, have been known to, to do that if their mind is elsewhere or if they're feeling the desperation or no self-worth. They've just given up hope. So it's just about the farming community being the, being the eye on the ground and listening and looking out for their fellow farmer. Not judging them, but just caring.
1: So there's a thread here. We're looking for changes. Changes in behaviour, Changes in appearance. Here's Sir Kerry Cooper, Professor of Organizational Psychology at the University of Manchester. They could be health related symptoms. So the health related symptoms would be starting to drink too much alcohol, smoking more, uh, that kind of health, eating too little, too much, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, then there are just ordinary behaviors. Normally, when they're very affable and sociable, they become socially withdrawn, Um, they're more aggressive in meetings. In other words, there's behavior change, major behavior change. If somebody says to you, uh, Carrie, you're kind of not yourself, you haven't been yourself for the last few weeks, they are observing in you a behavior change. And that's the first indication that you're moving from just ordinary pressure, which is stimulating and motivating, into the stress zone. Dr Caroline Knott is a consultant psychologist who specialises in farmers' mental health.
4: What you notice with people who are really stressed is it starts off with irritability, really. I think we all see that in everyday life. I know we talk about road rage and people in supermarkets and pushing, but that level of irritability is a sign that somebody is struggling because they've reached a point where they just feel... They're about to tip into being overwhelmed and they can't take one more thing. So that sense of of being irritable, of feeling overwhelmed is really important to look out for.
1: And that was certainly one of the signs for Doug Avery, a New Zealand farmer and author of The Resilient Farmer.
4: I was
0: incredibly angry and took my anger out on people who did cross my path. I uh, had been a community leader and uh, in a flurry of of a few bursts i resigned from everything that i was involved in i was chairman of the local school board of trustees a small issue came up which in my normal self i would have just managed with ease but i just thought to myself hell i don't need this and just bang gone uh i'd been a member of the local lions club for 18 years with a perfect attendance and loved every minute of it Uh, But one night something I was organising and somebody said something wrong, bang, I was gone from that.
1: David Exwood, Vice President of the NFU, also has first-hand experience of mental health issues and he's happy to talk about it. When you're awake at night or you're waking up early, I I think that's one of the real telltale signs that are, uh, you know, that that things aren't right. And sometimes it's very easy to recognise. So, you know, when we're sleeping badly, uh, so I think sleep, I think... um, short temper you know you're you're uh, uh unreasonable with people uh, is a real sign that something isn't quite right you, you know things that you would have coped with easily you don't cope so so well with and sometimes you're just not on top of things you know you're not you know not opening the post not looking at emails you know just pushing problems away because you're so stressed you can't deal with them I think Those are three of the things that I think really, uh, really, really, you know, if you're experiencing some of those, those are some red flags that you should recognise. Remember, these are signs you might look for in yourself, but also in friends, family and people you meet in the course of your work. Are you having trouble concentrating, remembering things, planning? These can be signs of stress as well, according to consultant psychiatrist Dr Adrian Flynn and consultant psychologist, Dr Caroline Knott.
4: This sense of not being able to plan, what that means is, if you have about 20 or 30 jobs in a day, which you clearly do on a farm, is you get up and you think, I've got all these jobs to do, and then you struggle with prioritising them. So you're thinking, oh, I've I've got all these jobs, I don't know where to start, I don't know what to do first. Just, just not being able to prioritise is a really significant sign.
1: You may find that your concentration, uh, you struggle with that. Uh, for some people, um, that means that they can't finish tasks. Uh, for other people who may be more uh, orientated towards perfectionism, they may get increasingly focused on tasks and, and, uh, and again still fail to uh, fail to finish or complete them to the, to the standards that they would like. Um, I think decision-making can be affected, can be hard for people to be as uh, decisive and clear as they would like to be. Uh, And gradually this can affect your confidence in terms of
5: how you work.
4: Difficulty planning, difficulty remembering things, being irritable. And then you notice that they really look overwhelmed and sometimes quite tearful or distant. And those are significant signs of stress.
1: Philip Watson from Hartbury
6: University remembers well what made him sit up and take notice. For me, I went from being um, very cheerful and and chatty to being quite a quiet person. Tearful without crying, so very emotional and and recognising that I got very upset by things that I would normally deal with quite, quite easily. One day in particular when I I just sat by the washing machine in the kitchen with my knees up by my chest and, and just sat there and rocking from side to side and couldn't physically see a way out of, of that kitchen, if you like. And I think then it sort of registered that I needed to go and talk to somebody. But then it took me another four months to pluck up the courage to actually go to the doctor and say, I think I'm depressed or I think I have a problem.
1: And we'll talk in another programme about why, how and when to think about getting some help and the benefits of doing that. But let's continue with the signs we should be looking for. Julia Wildfire Roberts works with the Pentreath Mental Health Charity in Cornwall.
7: You might experience times where you are overthinking things, you know, where a simple um, decision might take you much longer. Um, you might have it going round and round and round in your head. You, you may start to feel like uh, you need to isolate yourself from friends and family. Why would they want to hang around with me? Your self-esteem and confidence can reduce greatly. Um, you may experience, you know, huge amounts of anxiety without even realising that's what it is. So you may become snappy, you may become irritable, you may become... Um, where you can't sit still where you're up down up down and uh it's self-medicating can be a sign. so smoking more drinking more um you know people do engage in casual drugs and riskier behaviors sometimes so it's it, it can often be when you when you're not quite yourself and this goes on for a longer period of time
1: that's one of the key indicators of depression a low mood that goes on longer than two or three weeks but let's pick up on the self-medication Daniel Boomer is a young farmer at Harbour Adams University and an ambassador for Yellow Wellies, the Farm Safety Foundation. He too has lost friends who've taken their own lives. He too is one of those who've admitted to having mental health issues and doing something about it.
5: Well, obviously, uh, I'm at Harbour, so being a uni student, you do um, drink a lot of alcohol and you do have a lot of nights out. Um, That's one of the biggest signs... um, of poor mental health, people drinking a lot. And you can see people who maybe take it a little bit too far one night and then they go into a little spiral and you can see them, they're sulk on their head, they're very down of themselves, they're not really chest out, they're not very proud of themselves and that's where you need to step in.
1: Emma picton Jones's husband, Dan, died by suicide in 2016. She now campaigns to raise awareness and get people thinking and talking about mental health.
8: Looking out for those changes in people is really important. Those people who are perhaps usually quite sociable, maybe they all of a sudden go very unsociable. You know, notice those changes in people. Notice people who spend a lot of time on their own or who are all of a sudden isolating themselves. You know, take note of those things and think to yourself, actually, this isn't like that person. I think I'm going to ask them if they're okay.
1: Daniel and Emma both make the point that if we're concerned, we should check in with people, ask them if they're okay. Remember how shocked people have been when they've lost a friend or a colleague and never suspected anything was wrong. Let's end this section with some thoughts on physical signs we might recognise. Paul Reeve is director of the charity
6: Mind in Cornwall. I think there 's something about presentation as well. I think if people are unkempt in a way that they haven 't previously been, or if they 're not looking after themselves, then that can be an
8: indicator. One of the biggest pinpoints for Dan was a very much a change in appearance, so when he was at his lowest, he would really struggle to kind of take care of himself, so you could see his beard was getting really big, and he 'd go to like a bit, little bit gray around the gills a bit and i 'm not saying that you know every farmer who has a big beard and is a bit kind of untidy and gray around the gills has got mental illness but if that is different for that person, take notice of those changes and those differences and, and check in on people.
2: Sudden weight loss, sudden weight gain, you know, someone even just as simple as saying that they've not been sleeping very well. You know, that that's kind of there's generally always a reason behind that. Poor sort of like personal like, you know, maybe not shaving much or getting the hair cut and things like that says to me that's always busy <laughs> that's time. But you know, things like that. People being quieter than normal, or equally people being a bit louder than normal. That was farmer
1: and YouTuber Ollie Harrison. And now we come to the heart of the matter. We know what we might be looking for, but what if people don't want others to know they're struggling? Philip Watson used to be a farmer and is now Senior Lecturer in Agricultural Studies at Hartbury University. Many years ago, he knew something was up, but he didn't want anyone else to know
6: yeah I mean my wife noticed it straight away Uh, ex-wife now unfortunately but yeah she recognised that straight away that I was changing um, and we had a lot of conversations around you need help and I go no I'm fine and again that comes back to that sort of stoicism within the industry that you just man up and get on with it not a phrase I particularly like but one that was often sort of said look just I'll pull yourself together and get on with it. But she obviously recognised the difference. And Daniel Boomer hid
1: his problems too. He's a six-foot, seven-inch rugby-playing farmer. Who'd ever think
5: he was struggling with his mental health? Don't have this perception of he's a big lad. He, he Nothing will ever oppose him. He's always smiling. Uh, he's always playing rugby. He's always sort of active, quite socially. That person could be bottling up, and you don't know that. And that's why it's important that you, you do ask your mate, send them a text, are you all right, how are you doing? And you don't just sit there and sit back and think, oh, he's all right. That's you don't have these perceptions, you never judge a book by its cover.
1: So not everyone who appears well is well. You might know yourself that you're bottling things up and putting a brave face on things. Well, why shouldn't other people? This myth that um, people who are struggling will lock themselves away, and that's not necessarily necessarily the case. For for a lot of people that's what happens, but a lot of us hide in plain sight. Trevor Clegg is another farmer who's happy to talk about his own battles with depression over many years. But who'd have guessed? Just as an example, I went to a farm sale in Devon, where I used to live, saw a friend who I hadn't seen for a few years, and um, in the few months before, before that he'd seen a video that I'd made with FCN about depression. And he came straight over to me and he said, I'd never have guessed that you struggled like that. He said, I do. And he had been struggling for the last 10 years. And I wouldn't have guessed that he did either, because he's not he doesn't lock himself away. So a lot
6: of us are hiding in plain sight. People that I was working with, I perhaps hid it from them. And I think I did quite a good job of hiding that sort of side of things, and I could go to work and put on a a brave face, if you like, which you shouldn't have to do. You should be free to go and be able to say to people, I'm not feeling too good today, uh, and have a chat about it and offload. But again, yeah, I think it's... it's Another thing we do is we we hide it from those people that we're close to. Philip Watson, and even professionals don't always spot the
1: signs.
9: Ian Davis is a country GP
1: in Gloucestershire
9: unfortunately especially with farmers it's it's extremely difficult to read the signs um the the unfortunate incidents that i've been involved in over my career have all come as a shock both to myself as the family uh, doctor and also to the poor relatives that are left behind uh, and, and often things have been hidden um you know Poorly performing uh, farms from a financial point of view have been hidden. Uh, health of livestock has been hidden. Um, uh, because I think, you know, the feeling of shame if things isn't going so well uh, and the the fear of asking for help and putting your hand up. Uh, so I think as a community, the, the, the farming community needs to have uh, much broader horizons. And be able to talk about it and not be afraid to go and put your hand on someone's shoulder and say, are you OK? Uh, and if they say yes and you're not sure, not taking that. That's the first answer. We Are you really sure? Uh, and giving someone an opportunity to open up.
1: And this is the thing. We shouldn't just be knowing what to look out for. If we think something isn't quite right, we should be doing something about it. Certainly for ourselves, but also for the people we live, work and socialise with. In a minute, we'll hear from Julia Wildfire-Roberts and Dr Ian Davis again. But first, Terry Pickthall, a senior lecturer at Harper Adams University, who's experienced severe depression.
2: You can't be in the right place to intervene for everybody. But if you can help uh, raise the profile of this as a something that it's OK to talk about, it will hopefully help a little bit.
7: The biggest step you'll ever do is to reach your hand out and say, "I need more. I need more support." I, you know, this and and that shows huge amount of strength and resilience to do that. But it's always seen as being weak and giving in when actually it's completely the opposite.
9: Take some time out of your day occasionally to think about yourself, because in the long term, you will be doing your farm a great deal of favors by doing that. You are an integral cog in the workings of your business and without you, your business can't work. So look after yourself, spend a bit of time each year prioritising your health and if you're concerned about something, come and talk to us. I would encourage people to talk, please, please, please talk, because if I knew that there was going to be that support for me, I would have done it so much, so much earlier.
1: That was Tom York, a young farmer and ambassador for Yellow Wellies, or the Farm Safety Foundation. In another programme, we'll be discussing who to talk to and how and when to do it. But that's it for now. Until next time,
0: stay well. Here's Adam. Thanks for listening to this edition of Keeping On Track. I hope you found some things in it which were helpful for you or someone you know. If you've been affected by anything you've heard in this podcast, you can find more information about organisations which can provide help and support by going to teamdoctor.org forward slash farmers. Next time, we look at the benefits of talking about it and who to talk to. Until then, keep on track.